Today we're going to talk about racism in the church. Martin Luther King Jr. is quoted as saying that 10 a.m. Sunday morning is the most segregated hour in America. Does the Bible have anything to say about this? What steps can we take to fix these racial problems? Well, this is Considerate, where we're considering questions about life, theology, and the church. This is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions that regard life, theology, and the church? If so, text the word redemption and your question to 474747 and we'll consider those questions. To learn more about our church and everything we're doing here, visit us at redemption.bible. I'm Aaron Orozco. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Hey guys, welcome to Consider It. Thanks for joining us today. As always, let's start right up top with a question. It says, how do we address the predominant whiteness in American churches that comes through a canon of white male theological teachers and pastors and an image of a white European Jesus without just falling behind the cringeworthy plea that we don't see color? Black men and women, specifically here in the States, feel betrayed and unseen by the church's lack of a stand in the face of today's racism. How is Redemption Bible Church going to take a stand where others have turned and hid? Well, that's uh, that's, that's pretty packed. It's a, a cool thing that we're going to get to um, kind of jump into this, and it's multi-layered. And today it's awesome that we have a an awesome member from our church, a good friend of mine. He serves with me on my production team this is nathan thomas i hope you guys uh enjoy today um yeah that's right. that's right thanks nathan for joining us and uh um we'd like to as we get questions like this bring in uh another person to help us think through and to answer these questions from a biblical uh perspective and so um we're grateful nathan that you take time out to come and do yeah, this i sure. like aaron has said appreciate your friendship and uh, uh your encouragement in the faith and and uh, and I, i'm personally excited to tackle this question with these uh two guys because here we um uh, we have yeah. three guys it's a diverse uh, group today. Uh, uh, we have a diverse group yeah, every week. You know, um, if you don't know me, I'm a, just a plain old white guy. Aaron's a Hispanic <laughs> guy from the valley, and uh, Nathan uh, is uh, an African American. And so we've got uh, uh, three guys uh, from various contexts to come and answer this question. This is part of what I love about redemption is is uh, that that we have some of this. That's I mean, right. and God and His kindness is growing our church uh, in uh, not just uh, to be a multi generational church but uh, um, a multi-ethnic church as he sees fit and as mirrors kind of mm-hmm. our current culture and context and so Nathan thanks for for joining us in that regard pleasure so, to be here thanks of course of course so let's uh, let's just uh, first start with this question and uh, and just the nature in which it's asked and then uh, want us to to get some practical things and um, and and talk about what we're already doing at redemption and and ways that we can do better and so I really look forward to our, our discussion today. Um, uh, one of the things that uh, I don't honestly like about the question <laughs> and just taking it at face value is the is, is the nature in which it's asked. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, um, I, I get the sentiment and uh, and and there are a lot of racial problems and uh, prejudices prejudices that <laughs> are deep seated yeah. in in America particularly and amongst uh, you know and amongst white people um, that that we don't obviously uh, know and maybe that we're blind to um, but the part that I, I don't like about it is is really the um, uh, 
the accusatory nature in which it's asked. Yeah. Um, because uh, unfortunately, if uh, uh, if we want to ha- see progress and we want to see uh, reconciliation happen, um, it, it it's sometimes the way that we frame the question and we accuse people or we make broad uh, strokes right. um, mm. of, uh, of certain groups or races that gets That's us right. into the problem. That's right. uh, yeah. Anyways, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's these kind of broad brush strokes that, uh, you know, that caricatured uh, African-Americans that, you know, painted them all in one picture as, you know, something that was subpar that obviously we know is, is, uh, um, is wrong. <laughs> and, uh, and so to, to make kind of uh, wide-ranging accusations like this uh, can actually be a hindrance I think to the to the goal that we have of being reconciled and being diversified and being sensitive to uh, the needs of one another and so the the predominant whiteness in American churches through this canon and all that stuff shots um, fired it, yeah <laughs> shots are fired right yeah, shots yeah, are yeah, fired yeah. and and unfortunately I think this actually even comes from uh, uh, a lack of understanding of the church in America right is there a, right. a uh, a predominantly white suburban church maybe that we see in the headlines and all that mm-hmm. um, and yet that's not the 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 only expression of following Christ in America right I actually just got done having lunch with an African American pastor here in our community that's doing great work and uh, and 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 loves the Lord and we had a great fellowship together and there are other uh, uh, Hispanic you know predominantly Hispanic churches that are doing great gospel ministry here in America, um, you know for the for the glory of God and so this this idea of theological teachers um, I mean I, that's just. My, yeah. my professors at Moody, I mean, I had a, a, a very diverse, right. uh, uh, an African-American, a white guy, a Hispanic, you know, professors that they were teaching me how to preach. And uh, and so praise the Lord for that. And these guys yeah. are writing books yeah. and all that. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, as a Hispanic man, I mean, the, when I read this, the first thing I read, uh, the first thing I feel when I read this question is like, well, if we look at just like the demographics of America, like right now still you know the white male is the majority that's right you know what i mean and so to say the predominant whiteness in american churches statistically is correct right. yeah. you know what i mean and even even here in our city that's yeah. the case uh but yeah there's definitely like this accusatory almost even making the the white man like negative in, in some way but yeah well, sure. what are your thoughts nathan yeah i think you just first off i want to like analyze what is the question that he's asking? Yeah. Um, and and for me, it's it should simply be stated: What is your church doing yeah. about racism mm-hmm. in today? Yeah. Simply right. put, you yeah, know, yeah. going into predominant whiteness and things like that, I think it's dangerous. I think yeah. it's yeah. deflecting, as yeah. you were saying earlier, um, yeah. the true intent of what you're wanting to know. Yeah. I think it's also dangerous that um, this question says, you know, uh, African American. Uh, men and women uh, feel some sort of way about uh, how it's being handled. I think that's dangerous in itself mm-hmm. yeah. um, because you're painting a broad stroke on on everybody who's African American, right. and you can't speak for everyone. Just as as my opinions today yeah. um, don't represent what everyone who is of African descent right. feels. Right. Right. I, I can't speak for the majority. Mm-hmm. So totally. so. 
Yeah, I, I think you should get down to the question first and foremost and ask it in an appropriate way yeah. to yeah. get an appropriate response. Well, yeah, and I think this is this is just like, you know, with a lot of the topics that we've handled here on, on, on Considerate regarding, you know, just the the socio-political like climate of of right now in our in our country like i think the the nature is to like almost attack the like the thing that the oppressor you know quote unquote to attack the oppressor where i think when we're fighting for equality and that's a great thing to fight for it's not about bringing the other side down that's right to lift up who is being put down no no equality means like we're all equal you know what i mean and so on both sides it's 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 important to know that like we're trying to pick each other up and see each other in an equal view, you know? Yeah. Well, and it always happens. Anytime there's something wrong, we always look to figure out whose fault it is. Right. Yeah. Rather right. than coming up with um, a resolution for the situation. Yeah. And so, I don't, I don't know, for me, that's kind of how that question felt was, mm-hmm. whose fault is this? Sure. And what yeah. are you going to do about it? Right, right, right. And it's and it's obviously, in this case, it's the church's fault. Right. Like, yeah. we, we haven't stepped up. And, right. you know, and, and the, the church, in quotation marks, like the, the big C church that... Uh, um, you know, maybe includes redemption or just yeah. the church at large, and mm-hmm. and and uh, you know, and as much as I don't like it, um, on the other side, we're taking it, and I do like it because sometimes we do need to be pushed a little bit right. to address questions like yeah. this. And so, mm-hmm. for yeah. that, I am thankful that the question was submitted, right. even though we may have done it a little differently, yeah. um, and uh, and all that. And so here we here we are taking the question, and uh, and and I I would agree, you know, with this assessment, like the the you know the statement like I don't see color and all that. That's that that's just unhelpful as well. And, right. and it's it's just like well I'm going to stick my head in the sand and, yeah, and not address right. it because yeah. we can't escape it. Like we do come from uh, different backgrounds. We mm. see things differently. That's right. And and uh, unfortunately, uh, white Americans have a poor history uh, in, in within the church and within right. government right. Mm-hmm. that uh, that we can't hide behind and is right. shameful right um, we can't do anything about it we like we can't like say well you know uh, I wasn't there so I can't but what I can do now is live my own life to right. the glory of God and so what we can't forget is 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 also as we look at human history this has been a problem since the beginning right like people of uh, in all various contexts right. this isn't just like white Americans black American right. issue um, you see it all the way back in Genesis mm-hmm. you know and the the Egyptians didn't eat with the Hebrews right. you know, in that passage with Joseph because yeah. they were d- abominations right whatever based simply because of where they're from and the color of their skin and that's just one example we see in the scriptures and there's other ideas uh, or other uh, illustrations other stories of it and and uh, rules against it and how to treat one another but what the bible always does is uphold the dignity of all who are created by uh, the lord um, no matter where their origin is no matter Mm. what their skin color is yeah yeah and uh, you know jumping into the you know the question as far as like how how is us as a church how we how we're gonna mm-hmm. stand take a stand against against racism in the church i think first of all it's important to understand like the church lives in culture in in society like the yeah. church is not outside of it now again that doesn't mean we compromise yeah. what we believe That's to right. to look like our culture and society but it's important to understand those dynamics a lot because they infiltrate the church whether we like it or not sometimes and so I think starting with like where what is the 
the first step I think is just acknowledging that it's a thing. Right. You know what I mean? And I think like you're saying, sometimes in the church, even I'm from the valley where when I grew up in church, like ninety eight percent of us, the demographics in the valley are Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I grew up in a place where we were a hundred we were the majority. You know, yeah. I never felt I never experienced diversity at a level that when I moved I moved to Austin, Texas, which is, you know, like the melting pot and experience extreme diversity, you know? And I think the first, the first step is just acknowledging that we're different, you know what I mean? And, and God has made us unique and it's amazing in our culture and our culture is all different and, and not being afraid to acknowledge that, you know what I mean? Because there's there's nothing wrong with that. I think there's this this inherent like negative connotation to say that we're different. Right, and because you're different, that's bad. Right. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, and, and, you know, and I need to be suspect or like, oh, they they speak differently, they Mm. look differently, they dress differently, they eat different foods, and therefore uh, my way is the best way, and your way has to be somehow inferior, and uh, and that's, you know, obviously not. It's actually something quite beautiful because it displays – the the diversity and the glory of God in all of these expressions, yeah. and uh, and I think that's 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 pretty awesome. We get that picture of heaven where every tribe and tongue and nation will be worshiping at God, and yeah. what a glorious uh, what a glorious picture that is. Mm-hmm. So. So that's good. So let's, uh, we know it's an issue. You say, I think you're right there, Aaron, is like acknowledging that, okay, this is a real thing. Yeah. Um, uh, is, is you're right, the, the first right step. This is a thing. It exists in my heart. Not just this is everybody else's problems. This right. is just a cultural problem. Right. But this exists in my own heart. And yeah. so what am I going to do about this in, uh, in my own relationships and in, within my own sphere of influence? And then what can we be doing just as a corporate body of believers in helping to, one, uh, um, protect those that are harmed by these sinful thoughts and attitudes uh, about other people, and what can we do proactively then to uh, to to be kind of rooting these things out and, and uh, making sure that uh, that we're living God honoring lives in this way. And mm-hmm. so, um, so let's talk about that for a little bit and uh, talk about what can we be doing. What can uh, what can we? Um, um, how do we? Where do we start? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where do we start in this? Well, I think at first you start with calling it what it is you know racism is is it's sin it's yeah. not love it's not of god and right. so it once you address that um that's yeah. the battle i mean that's and it's not black on white racism it's also uh white on black racism and 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 white on hispanic and hispanic yeah. on, i mean it, it doesn't have right. any any bounds and so but it's it's all a matter of sin within our own heart being yeah. exposed right. and and having these prejudged ideals or whatever that may be that have yeah. been instilled within us growing up or or ex, or um, circumstances that we've gone through that has caused us to feel this way um, but not having that broad stroke painted over an entire race of people right. Um, right. Is, right. is very important yep. and and once you can realize that um, and once you see that hatred that that sin in your heart um, if you love God you'll want to do something about it right. you right. know that's that's something that you want to change for sure right. so uh, right. I think that's the right. start right yeah no and, and as you're, you're you're speaking you know the first thing that, that kind of came to my mind is back to the garden and how mm-hmm. like when God creates man and woman he imprints his image that's on right. them that's right and I think as Christians 
we find our we we have this like weird like nature to find our identity in in everything and what we do and how we look and what we're good at but like as christians we're like all children of god like our image is in him that's right like the blood of jesus is what defines us and we're all the same under that and i think like attacking and confessing that sin of, of seeing the differences as people as making them less than is is a not acknowledging that we're all the same in Christ. That's right. You know, that yeah. we're all we're all one people. We're God's people, you know? Yeah, yeah. We are, we are blind to it. Um, we are, uh, um, we don't un- fully understand the inclinations of our heart, our sinful inclinations, until they're exposed. That's right. Until we offend somebody. And that's, that's not just unique to the sin of racism. You know, we're, we're, we're not always exposed to our sin of selfishness that's until right. we get married. That's right. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we're yeah. confronted with it and that's we realize right. just like how, how selfish we are. And, uh, um, and so that's, and, and that's honestly that's God's kindness yeah. to refine us. That's right. It's it's his uh, it's 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 part of the blessing as we yeah. are God's people who are like you're saying Nathan who do desire to become more like Christ um, is to see it and then confess it for what it is. That's right. Learn how we can avoid that again. That's right. And uh, whether that's like an attitude or actions or things that we're mm-hmm. saying and and then not do it anymore yeah, and seek right. understanding mm-hmm. and like okay where did that come from my own heart? How do I how do how do I love this brother or sister better? Um, how do I how uh, like and, and and but it comes with that being exposed. Right. That's right. And right. Uh, and well, that's that's God's kindness. And and I think it's embracing the awkwardness. I think, you know, as people as from different cultures different backgrounds Mm -hmm. you're like we can't be afraid uh obviously not purposely doing this but like sometimes i'm gonna say something that i don't know how it's gonna come across to you blair or to you nathan right and it may or may not be offensive to you you know what i mean and i think it's as christians if we love each other it takes both of both parties being humble and loving one another and saying you know like me as the offender being able to like acknowledge and be like man i didn't i don't i don't know how that comes off to you because i didn't you know my culture not like yours necessarily and then the the person who got offended to be like humble enough and to love the other person enough to come to them and be like hey man like that was offensive right right. this is why and then i i should have forgiveness in my heart for them right you know Yeah, it's that both. It's that relationship. Like, yeah. how do we how do we take a stand? Well, it, it ultimately happens through relationship. Yeah, it's because we want to grow uh, in our relationship with the Lord, yeah. but also horizontally with one another. Mm-hmm. And and I've had those kind of conversations with with both of you guys actually yeah. on different things. You know, I was like, hey, I said this, and I, I'm uh, and I think it has offended you, and 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 I'm really sorry. I just that. You know, yeah, I've right. seen that, and vice versa, and and y'all said, "Hey, when you said it like that, I really appreciated that. That showed some sensitivity, which right. I didn't necessarily know. Or yeah. also, like, hey, when you say that, like, that's right. that 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 has these kind of connotations right. attached to it." Mm-hmm. And I, right. Wow, I'm, right. I'm so sorry. Like, right. I, thank you, but I appreciate that. I'm like, thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, not just uh, for bashing me. Like, oh, he's just you know a racist white dude, um, and uh, you know and has this whole thing, just kind of caricaturing me as somebody. But of loving me enough yeah. and my holiness and my growth in the Lord, also to help point those things out. It's like, wow. Yeah, and on the other side of that is also um, in building that relationship, knowing that we can come to you 
in that regard, mm-hmm. knowing that it won't be met with. Um, well, I have other black friends, and I say that around them all the time. And, yeah, and so why are you offended by? Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so, um, just having that soft heart for correction. Yeah. In both in both parties. Yeah. Uh, I think is is ultimately the most important thing. Right. Um, and then doing it all out of love. Right. So, right. Right. You're right on. Like no. Yeah, sorry, and yeah, no. As you said that, I, you know, and I've done that. That's to, right. To to white people, oh, yeah. you know what oh, I mean. Yeah. Like you're saying, like I think sometimes it's it's the it's like a uh, a thing that like sometimes, you know, white people maybe have this stereotype of a friend who's Mexican or oh, yeah. black or anything, oh, yeah. and so they meet someone else and they carry it over. Oh yeah. And you're like, well, <laughs> people are just different, yeah, man. I'm not right. them. Yeah, right. but right. but like you're saying, I've done the same thing, and that's I'm like, right. you know, all white people are like that's this, right. and it's yeah. like, no, that's not true. That's like right. that's that's it's the same thing. It's yep. it's just acknowledging like, hey, we're all humans, we're yeah. all different. That's yeah. right. And we're all if we're Christians, we're all like we're all the same in Christ. Yeah. You know? We should we should like celebrate our diversity. We should celebrate yeah. our uniqueness. That's right. Because yeah. we're unique but like we're unified. That's you right. You know what I mean? And I think those two things are not they don't contradict each other. Right. No. And and yet it's it's not a cultural value right, right. now. Because what you're getting to, Nathan, is really the heart of the issue. How do we how do we take a stand? How do we go forward? Well, it's odd. it's a desire like I wanna love people. That's right. And I, w- I wanna be in relationship with That's this right. person. And uh, and unfortunately it's just easier mm-hmm. to to just kind of paint somebody in a picture and just to write them off. That's right. Yeah. Which which may not be like outright hatred. Right. But it's a form of it. Mm-hmm. It's it like is. you you aren't worth it to me to get to know. That's yeah. right. And and that's that's just a dangerous road right. to go down. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln's uh, uh, famous for being for this quote to say he says I don't like that person. I must get to know him that's better. Right. Yeah. That's right. Like that's yeah. that's yeah. like if only we had that same that's kind right. of attitude towards you know our adversaries um let alone just another person that looks different right, <laughs> uh, right. from us you know he was saying that in the context of other politicians that held other views and you know that were um opposing him for uh for for policies and things and and so he's like, i don't know him so um you know in our way it's like i don't know this guy so i can take him out to lunch that's you right. know i yeah. don't he he talks differently looks differently dresses differently. I, I want to get to know him yeah, and, right. uh, and that's where the desire for love and relationship comes and I think that's uh, that's that's really the way forward um, that's it's it's hard we can't yeah. just like pass a law that's right <laughs> yeah um, none of those things are good yeah, you know yeah. um, the abolition of slavery all those things those are the, the those are good laws right. that we needed to, to pass that's and it right. ultimately took that i think to awaken just kind of the the moral social conscience of the world really yeah you mm-hmm. know because up until uh the mid 1700s with william wilberforce that just wasn't like slavery from the beginning was just like mm-hmm. something that was seen as like a necessary part of economy like this is right. just a real thing and and to look down upon people in this whole kind of like superiority inferiority thing mm-hmm. and until that work happened um it was um that was just kind of a social norm and so it took laws to help kind of change the right. tide in it right but that only goes so far like like in anything mm-hmm. our hope is in the reconciling power of the gospel yeah yeah i, I think like you're saying we're we're talking specifically about race right now but the truth is 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 anytime and i think it's rooted in this in this sort of selfishness but anytime 
you meet someone who's different from you yeah. your nature is to is to want to make them like you that's right and if they don't want to be like you then they're wrong that's yeah. right and i'm yeah. better yeah. that's right and i think that's a that's a human thing it's not a yeah. color thing it's not yeah. a race thing right. that's what we want to do yeah. and of course the way we look is just that's the first thing we that's the right. first impression i that's see right. you and you're different right you know right. and and our tendency is to just you know immediately make that judgment right right where Christ calls us to like love one another. Christ calls us to be unified, yeah. uh, be uh, unified as the church. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so I, I can have those kind of thoughts about somebody from my same hometown of the same skin color, right. born in the same year, everything. And yeah. I can have those same things, like everything uh, kind of from a socioeconomic kind of demographic. I can have everything in the same and I can still have those hard attitudes uh, that you're that you're speaking of, Aaron, towards them. And so yeah. it is it is kind of something underlying. And mm-hmm. yet, yet I, I don't. I don't say that to minimize the racial tensions right. with it. That just kind of seems to to um, accentuate it. Um, but this, this, these sinful inclinations that already exist in us. And so, well, let's let's just talk here uh, for the remainder of our time now on uh, what what can we do as a church, like yeah. as a corporate body. So we've gotten like to our personal responsibility. Yeah. Um, and so, is there things that we can do to take a stand in 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 the church? And um, are there things that we are already doing, and things that we can do? better just as a corporate gathering um, uh, of God's people. And so the, the obvious things are, 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 you know, like if people are, are um, saying outright racist things, you know, and are promoting a kind of, you know, racist agenda, mm-hmm. obviously we as a church need to call them out, you know, within right. the context of our church right. and, you know, and, and, and churches can't be commenting on every sort of political thing out there mm-hmm. like that expectation like a church needs to have make a, a statement on every kind of um, whether it's racially charged happening or thing in in the world is is just really kind of unrealistic we'd be yeah. commenting you know right. we'd, we'd be CNN if, if we were doing that as a church that's right now there are some things I think that that rise in prominence that we do need to be uh, addressing and making a statement and praying for um, but especially within our church if we see those things we need to be calling it out um but uh but really where the where that happens in the the personal nature as well that's why we encourage our small groups and that's why we do our small groups the way that we do them is multi-generational multi-ethnic uh that they're not based on these different subsets of people okay here's the singles here's the young marrieds here's the old folks here's the marrieds with kids here's the you know whatever this this uh, uh race or whatever no we we want more of the melting pot because that's where we hear these things and so so we very intentionally do that as a church to help not just racial issues but for a host of other things because we have the attitude we want to learn from one another yeah it's a fine line um i think uh as you said you can't speak on every situation but Mm -hmm. um as they hit closer to home i think it's worth you know at least addressing and i think that in turn is the first step um, is addressing um, rather than turning a blind eye to it or or not addressing it at all because it's it's a little risque. Um, So I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if it's a boundary or a border, but definitely if it hits close to home, if it's within the community, if it's, you know, within your state, if it's around the buzz of your town, you know, yeah. and, and this is what your members are thinking about and talking about. Mm-hmm. That's a great opportunity. What does the Bible say about this? You know, right, right. what is, what would Jesus say about this? And so, uh, right. I think that's the first, and the first step. And I think, um, if there were, um, um, 
nationalities who were offended by an injustice, I think that could help appease um, to help simply bring awareness. Um, So I think that's the first step. And then once you get beyond that and acknowledging and then you could, you know, work on those hard issues, uh, work on those painted portraits that we all have about right. certain individuals, about certain races, yeah. um, and start to tear those down right. uh, so we can lift everybody up. Right. right. Yeah, I think, I don't think this is a, a popular opinion, but here we go. Um, the church's main goal is not social justice. Like, like I don't think, like, the Bible does not teach that, that the church was instituted to go out and 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 fight for social justice as christians like that is built into our values because that's who god has made us for right sure. like but the church is you know we're made to like equip the saints you know yeah. to do the to do the work yeah. of the ministry now obviously like i'm we are for those things we are pro those things like we want to love people the way love the way jesus loved people yeah. and obviously that that reaches those topics those those um issues but i think the slippery slope that we do is is sometimes in churches and maybe even right now because of the climate and in society is like we take the emphasis off of the gospel and we put the emphasis on these issues right and when and and the minute i think that like in church we we hijack the spotlight from the gospel we're missing it you know what i mean and i think because i think like we were saying we've been saying this whole time like these are all these issues are symptoms of of a broken you know right. heart of right. a broken mankind their disposition to sin which the only remedy there is the gospel right. not like these tactics or like let's be more sensitive i think those things are fruits mm. of the gospel seed in, right. in people's hearts right and so yeah. again like i think you're you're right on in saying like we're not afraid of addressing those things we're not like we're you know we know that it's an uncomfortable situation right but but in love because of what the gospel calls us to um we we address those issues with love you know yeah. and and right. we're ready to to deal with the awkwardness of it and you know it's it's not easy it isn't right. it isn't something that's easy because like like here in our even in our town like i was saying it is a predominantly yeah. white yeah. town yeah. like yeah. there's not like I don't know what I can do to to change that. You know what I mean? There's nothing, there's nothing literally I can do, but that doesn't mean that we can't still embrace the differences that we have and, and be in unity as a church and as believers. That's right. Um, here's a here's a great way to to say that, Aaron. I think what you're getting to is social justice is social justice is a thing, but it's not the main thing. Right. Um, but it's a but it's a subset of the main right. thing. Um, and the gospel has something to say right. to this issue, that. just like just like everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can't necessarily. And I don't know if this question is calling for that as well. But we can't hijack the mission of the church to address this thing because if it's if it's not this, then it's something else, and it's not. And mm-hmm. so we have. Christ gave us a very clear focus to make disciples, and uh, and so uh, as disciples, yeah, we we need to be working on our own self and also leading initiatives yeah. and, and raising our children and and the, the influence that God has given us um, to make sure that these uh, other issues are not true of us or the places that we have influence of, yeah. and uh, and be working uh, hard uh, for the gospel because that is ultimately the motivation, yeah. and and the right. only way that. Tr- True reconciliation will happen 
is if Christ makes it happen, and it's yeah. true gospel reconciliation. You know, and I think we as redemption, we probably could do better at uh, being more culturally aware of those things um, and of what is on the mind of the people in our church as we pray, as we counsel, as we yeah. teach and shepherd and make gospel application. You know, as a you know from the 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 pulpit or the platform on Sundays, um, but also as we, that's why we, again we have small groups and while we're making those applications there in our small groups like hey this was you know something that really affected me this week and uh and 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 to help take it back uh to uh to the gospel and yeah. well anything else that we have to add um i would gladly hear a uh and air a, a rebuke if uh yeah. if we can be more sensitive particularly to african-american issues or uh latino issues mm-hmm. or um, yeah, i think for me <clears throat> I would be more interested to know, um, and maybe this isn't a good time for in specific, but I would be interested to know what would or is redemption doing in particular about blending cultural lines. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So I grew up in the black church. Yeah. That praise and worship looks completely different than what what we do here yeah. which yeah. is fine yeah. mm. what you grew up with yeah. was completely different, different. Yeah. so keeping in line with what yeah. we believe you yeah. know worshiping God singing songs about God to God yeah. how can we still bridge that gap right. to be more welcoming for other nations does that yeah. make sense yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be- because it, it, the reality is 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 um I'm very outgoing, but my brother may not be, and yeah, he will right. feel uncomfortable. Yeah, right. He doesn't know anything about this church. He doesn't know anything about the songs we're singing. The style of preaching is way different. Everything is completely different. Yeah. And so that's how the churches continue to stay segregated right. is because we're used to doing it this way. We're yeah. used to doing it this way. Right. So how can we blend that? Right. That's what I'd be interested to hear. Yeah. But that may not be for today. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can. Oh, yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about that. So the the question here is uh, how do we as a church blend worship styles or just mm-hmm. uh, like um, the the um, you know just the feel of a service, whether yeah. it's from the preaching or all that, because you know. It's, it's no secret that that looks very different right, culturally right. speaking right. and you go to another country and it looks different and, right. uh, and and all that and so um and and there's not a whole lot you know like that well it's it's neither right nor wrong per se right. like there is there are lines that we cross you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. the worship is never about us mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of like the predominant thing there and so that's where um sometimes when i hear that question like oh we'll blend and all that and or i want my worship to be a certain style is well I I, I I tend to push back at that a little bit it's like well like what are, what are you looking for because if you're looking to be comfortable or if you're just looking to you know this is the way that we've always eaten it yeah that's not necessarily a bad desire but it can't be our primary desire yeah and so um uh, of expressing the broader blend of that now can we be better at that yeah you bet you know right. i would love for our worship to be a little bit more lively and i would love you know for the responsiveness <laughs> yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. preaching like, i personally yeah. love that stuff and yeah. uh, and and uh, and i think there's a place for that yeah and uh and so that's part of the reason why we have a you know multi-ethnic worship team yeah. Why we have various people on, uh, you know, on stage with for various parts of our service, and and uh, and you know, and yeah, I'm 
I'm, I'm, I'm me, and so I can only preach in a certain way. And, <laughs> yeah. and it would, it would well, be wrong of me to try to, to right. try to preach as yeah. a, you so know, as a black man. So you're not going home. Yeah, that's what you're saying. That's you're right. I, I mean, I mean, I could uh, try. He, he could but, try. Uh, he could try. Um, yeah. Well, it's, see, it's, 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 that's that's a great question, Nathan. That's and yeah. you know, and it's something that I think a lot of people mm-hmm. probably think of, but they they don't say. Yeah. Um, and like you're saying, we all even in the church have different backgrounds and there's right. all different kinds of of churches and styles of that right and that's and not even a racial no thing no it's and just I mean, yeah just there's across, just like, across the board yeah. like denomination to denomination like you get wildly different you know things for better or for worse right yeah. but um i think when it as far as it coming to style and like the feel of a service um because even as like even like growing up in a Hispanic, you know, more charismatic church, worship music speaking speaking about the music, right. very different from what I do right now. Right, you know what I mean? Very very different. But I think as far as when it comes to the style and feel of a service, I think that ultimately comes down to leadership. Yeah, you know what I mean? And 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 it's multi it's multi like layered here. I think I think the leadership needs to be keenly aware of who their people are you know what i mean because like you got you have to know like as 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 the leader of worship through music at our church like i'm i'm constantly having to like be aware of who's in my congregation and like who they are you know that's why like i felt i started to get more comfortable here at my position the more i started to like have dinner with with you guys and meet people and and have to like get to know who these people are because then i get a better feel for like what kind of you know, music they listen to, what kind of yeah. like life they've had, and that doesn't mean that like I'm gonna be able to like satisfy everyone's musical tastes. Yeah, sure. Um, but what I think I'm trying to get to is that like at the end of the day, uh, I think godly leadership will try and work hard to to see who's in their church and lead a- accordingly. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And right. then and and that and really like it's they're the tone setters like the the yeah. leaders of the church yeah. Yeah. um and so like i think that's something that blair and i uh work hard at trying to understand who our people are and trying to you know figure out what is the best you know right. quote-unquote style for right. our services right right you know and it's and even that like it can be hard because even me blair and i have stylistic differences right. you know what i mean right and so it's it's always an interesting, and and it's always like let's be honest in church it it comes down to music a lot yeah, as yes. far as style you it know does. it ends up setting the 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 style of mm-hmm. the church a lot, um, and everyone everyone like from person to person you're gonna have a difference that they would like to Definitely. see slash hear Definitely. you know, um, but I think the the most important thing is is worship leaders and pastors should be at least striving to like know who their people are you know kind of get a feel for that because um that's that's the only way to be able to get close with them right and then and then like you were saying like the bible and the gospel is the most important thing that's right and i think musically speaking what i get to first is like am i singing biblical things you know what i mean yeah and like the music to me is secondary that's right but the first the message has to be correct um what would be what would be you know tragedies if I start to like put the music first? You right, know what I mean. Right, and then right. I'm not serving my people well right. in that regard. Right. But 
but yeah that that's a hard that's a hard right, thing for right. sure and it's something that we continue to strive to yeah. improve on and i think what nathan's offering is to uh lead worship yeah yeah you can lead this uh, 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 join it join help it. us uh, no yeah. <laughs> not no no yeah but uh yeah, this is a great question and yeah. one that we constantly navigate. Yeah. And 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 uh, again, it goes back to what I heard you even in talking about your approach to it, Aaron. Is well, what does it come back to in these these issues? It comes back, you know, your mindset started to change uh, because you built relationships and you love the people that uh, that you're leading in yeah. those things. And so mm-hmm. there again, just kind of illustrates well, what is the way forward in these things and how do we how do we well it comes through building relationships, through loving people, mm-hmm. um, through their various uh, uh, their differences and perspectives and preferences and and uh, and that's really what the gospel is all about. You yeah. know, we keep using that term, but uh, God uh, made a way for man to have a relationship with him through That's right. Christ That's right. out of his great love. Yeah. And we were reconciled. The greatest problem, our sin and our offense against God was solved through a loving relationship. Yeah. yeah. And that's the way forward here, even in in these issues and what we will continue to champion as a church uh, in regards to racial issues. Well, thanks for tuning in to Consider It, a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in New Braunfels, Texas, where we are taking on questions regarding life, theology, and the church. If you'd like to submit a question, text the word redemption and your question to 474747. To learn more about our church, visit us at redemption.bible. We thank you for your support and listening, and we hope that you'll join us next week as we consider it.